0: This is the weekly Parsha Shior with Rabbi Chaim Bravender of Atiyah and Wedgyeshiva.org, recorded live in Jerusalem at Beit Knesset Haram San. Visit www.wedgyeshiva.org for live interactive online shiurim today. Good evening. It's uh, Thursday night, not Wednesday night. And I'm going to summarize the shayul that I gave yesterday with Parshat HaShavua, which, due to technological problems, um, was not recorded Problem: Technological problems is like like saying, I messed up. I'm not sure exactly why I messed up or how I messed up. The result was that there was no recording. And I say again that this year he's given and sponsored in memory of Mr. Gerald Moskowitz out by his family, Louis Nishmat, Gershon Alta, Ben Yehuda Wolf, Zichrono, Uvrachah. Mr. Moskowitz is, of course, the father of very dear friends of ours, of mine, and of uh, Atid and the Yeshiva, Janet and... J. Muskowitz. So we a pressure Pesha, the sadness, of course, of the passing with the sadness, but it's I'm happy that you were able to dedicate the Pesha and this learning in his memory. The beginning of the parasha talks about two different uh, things that a person has to say. Uh, the first is You know, what he has to say when he brings Bikuri, the first fruit, to the Beit HaMikdash. And the second is a statement that he has to do, say, when he brings the uh, Maasev to Yerushalayim. Uh, Both of these statements are called, in the Gemara, Vidui. They're both called confession. The second one, vidui maser, is generally called vidui. But the first one, the statement that's made on bikurim, is also called vidui by the Rambam and other Rishon. So we have in the beginning of the parsha vidui bikurim and vidui maser, but it's not clear what the confession is about not clear. So I don't want to get into it. I remind you of the fact that the Svorno has an interesting theory about the vidui, about the confession. But we are looking at the words of the confession. We're not sure exactly what the confession is. If you look at uh, Perikavav, uh, from K. Which begins, Vamita Vamata Lefneh Lokecha, Arami Oved Avi. Now we all recognize this because we say it on Pesach and the Haggadah. I don't want to get involved in that right now. When, when we come to Pesach, we'll talk about Arami Oved Avi. But the generally accepted position, and this is Rashi, if you look at the Rashi, Arami Oved Avi Right? We know that from the Haggadah, that the Aramean that is referred to is Lavan. And Lavan wanted to destroy Yaakov. And if he had succeeded in destroying Yaakov, then he would, uh, then we would all be gone. So that salvation came to us through the intervention of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch made sure that we would uh, uh, make it, that Yaakov would be able to leave, and that he would go to Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim, we become a great nation, and then, and then finally, we would leave. So that's the confession that we make at uh, at the time of uh, of the Yedui Bikurim. We the Bikurim to Beit we start talking about history, and that we know that we are the result of a long history, and and. God uh, was devoted to us, took care of us, enabled us to uh, to continue and uh, and move forward in uh, in history, in Jewish history. The vidui Maser is a little bit different. Vidui Maser, the confession that we say about the Maser is a little bit different. But before we get to that, I want to just look at another Rashi. Rashi says. <laughs> about the words, Arame, Ovedavi. They seem to me, uh, to mean, not that the Aramean wanted to destroy my father, but it seemed to me, to mean, that the Aramean destroyed my father, which is wrong, Ovedavi, the one who destroyed my father. So Rashi, Rashi, in order to kind of deal with this problem, Uh, reminds us of a a certain idea. And that idea is that (laughs) that when non-Jews think of doing something bad, they are treated as though they did do it bad. Did do that bad thing. But the Jews, uh, if they just think, then they're not given uh, they are punishment for having, they're not punished for having thoughts that are unacceptable. <laughs> Again, the non-Jew who thinks about killing the, the Jew, Arami Oved is as though he did it, as far as God is concerned. On the other hand, the Jew who uh, does a mitzvah who wants to thinks about doing some transgression but doesn't do it, that Jew is not uh, is not punished. That Jew is not punished. In the second confession, the confession of Admaser, we 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 actually come to the Beit Hamikdash, and then we say, we we did what we're supposed to do. We 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 followed the Halakha. We followed the Halakha correctly, and then in Pasuk Yud Gimel it says. At the end, I did not deny any of your mitzvot, nor did I forget. In other words, I did what I was supposed to do as I was supposed to do it. I insist, I didn't make any mistakes. I didn't make any mistakes. And this, I think, is interesting. I didn't make any mistakes. I mean, everybody can make a mistake. How can you say that you didn't make a single mistake. Uh, Rashi says, that I didn't do it, I did it in the right way. There are all kinds of regulations about Maasteel. You have to take Maasteel from the same kind of fruit, the fruit of the the same year. There are all kinds of preconditions. So I stand before God and I say, I did it right I did exactly what I am supposed to what I am supposed to do. So there are these two ideas that are a little jarring in the two um, in the two confessions that I make. One is Leo Vedavi that I speak about the Aramean Lavan as though he really did it. He really did it, but we know that he didn't do it. I mean, that's why we're able to speak. And the second thing is, as we say in the Viduri of Maa so sounds like I did everything perfectly. And how am I so confident that I did everything, that he did everything Perfectly. So we know that Rashi connects Arameh Veda V to this idea of Machshava versus Maaseh. That for the non-Jew Machshava is sufficient, and for the Jew only the Maaseh counts. Now so this is not exactly the way the Gemara says. it. The Gemara in Kiddushin, Mem Amar Alef, says this. This is explained by Rabbi Yosi. Afiluch Ashav Adam Lasot Mitzvah, the Neanasu Lo Asah, Maalel Ki Ilu Asah. Mashavara Ah, Ena Kadosh Bahu Mitzavalim so Rabbi Yossi distinguishes and he says, if I thought to do a mitzvah and I go to do it, and then something happens to me, I fall into a hole, or I'm, I'm, I'm restricted in some way. So then Akadosh Baruch Hu says that the machshava plus the intention to do the mitzvah, then you get credit for doing the mitzvah. But if you just do the the makshavah, just think of it, but you make no attempt to actually do the the mitzvah itself, then you don't get credit for doing the mitzvah. And this reminds me of the position of the Rambam, which is something that you should all uh, remember, the position of the Rambam about the doing about vidui connected to tshuva. The Rambam, as you know, seems to indicate that the mitzvah is called vidui, confession, but not tshuva. Tshuva is not a mitzvah. How does that work out? So if you look at the Rambam, the Rambam says, kol mitzvot All the mitzvot. All the six hundred and thirteen mitzvot, adam mm-hmm. if a person transgresses. rather it might be on purpose, it might be by accident. She has said So the word chayav appears before the word Lizvadot. The word Lizbadot means to confess. But it doesn't say that uh, that this qiyad is all the chula. On the other hand, the Rabbam says, That's what the Rabbam says. When a person does Tshuva, in other words, the Rabbam seems to indicate that for a person who's connected to the Torah, for a person who wants to keep the mitzvot, for a person who, who knows that his obligation, or for whom his obligations are clear. So that person, that person, uh, that person is going to do true love. You can say, Oye, what did I do? How would I, did I allow myself to be this way? I've got to bring myself back to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. Isn't that a mitzvah. it? doesn't have to be commanded to do true there's no way that he could exist without doing shuva. So the Rambam says, but you should know that when you do chuva, when you do Shuvah, you have to do vidui. You have to say the words. You say, I'm doing God this is my fate, this is what I'm going to do in the future, this is what I'm not going to do. I mean, that's called vidui. And of course the Rambam does not here explain what this vidui is. And why it is it so important? And what would it happen if I didn't do the Dewey? So uh, this uh, task was undertaken, um, of course, in modern times by Rabbi Soloveitchik. And I'll just tell you, I'm not sure that uh, I would represent, that I'm a legitimate representative. I'll tell you how I think about it based on what I learned. That the Dewey, when you speak, you clarify your thought. Because in your mind, in your mind there are all sorts of ideas, and all sorts of feelings, and all sorts of things going on at the same time. And in your mind, I mean, the decision to make or to do tshuva, to repent, is probably accompanied by, by all sorts of thoughts about how it wasn't so bad, and that i not really a transgressor, and you know, all kinds of confusing thoughts. Which might modify or mitigate, mitigate the fact that you, that you want to be too loud. But when you say, do the V doing, when you say what it is you want to do, then there's absolute clarity. Then there's absolute clarity. So for the Jew, in general, the ma'aseh, the act, is what determines the thought. Because we have so many things that we're thinking about. So many things that we are legitimately thinking about. That that without the dibur, we can't really separate them out and say, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm focusing on. And so the Gemara in Kiddushim says, When is machshava mitzvarev le marseh? When is the machshava count even though you haven't done the ma'aseh? Oh that's when you try to do the Maase. That's the in the Gemara, and chidushin. That even though ordinarily you need the Maase to clarify for yourself what it is you are actually thinking, going in the direction of the Maase is actually enough. You go in that direction and you are able to that in heaven they mitzaref, the makshobah, to the mazheh. But in, regarding Lavan, arami, ovedavi, the fact that he thought the thought, since it's not likely that he will do tshuva, it's not necessary to separate the Thought from the deed, and so the Shamayim, they treat him as though he actually did it. They treat him as as though he actually did it. And so that's what the first, um, the first uh, confession teaches me. It teaches me that I've got to do vidui. I've got to say it out. I've got to clarify my thoughts. I've got to be absolutely definitive about what it is that I am supposed to do. The second vidui, the second time, I say, What do I say? I say, look, I know that everybody is likely to make a mistake. I mean, when I say likely to make a mistake, I mean... Everybody is likely to do it imperfectly. You know, I mean, how many times do you sit on Shabbos and your children come home with a child that you never heard of? You don't remember. Are we doing the right thing? Are we taking the soup right with the label in the right way? Are we making the coffee or the tea in the right way? Like, these questions come up again and again. No matter how many times you've thought about that, it comes up Again. So when you stand before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when you stand HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you know, like people say, there's this Vidui and that Vidui. And somehow we're all happy when we say the Vidui. We even sing. There's a tune that everybody says, to say Vidu, and they confess before God. I mean, what are they so, so happy about? It? So I always think it's like, you know, you read the Vidui, and they say, I Oh, not me, I didn't do that. And I didn't do that. I and mean, they do the other thing. But the Vidui Masa teaches us that it's po- it's possible to mess up even when you think you did the perfect you did it perfectly. So that the Vidui Ayonakipurim ultimately is not just about what we didn't do. It's not just about obligations that we didn't accept and about negatives that we somehow got ourselves into. Because I think most of us, thank God, are able to say, I'm not in this category, I'm not in that category. I try to be, to do what I'm supposed to do. But I try to avoid what there is to avoid. But you, you know. You know. And this is what I learned from the doing myself. That even when, even when I do something, and I think I've done it right. I have to remain aware of the fact that I might do it wrong. That wanting to do it right, and trying to do it right, doesn't always produce produce right. So I've learned two things, two things about the doing, and two things about myself. First I've learned, first I learned that has to be clarified my thoughts have to be clarified and that's what Vidui does in relationship to Chuvan and that's the principle that's brought down in the Gemara in Kiddushin and mentioned by Rashi here are the words Arami Odeid Avi. and the second thing that I've learned the second thing that I've learned is that I have to make sure that I understand about myself that I can make a mistake in doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing what I should do. I'm trying to keep all the rules in order and yet I may have messed up. And that's what I say in the vidui ma'asher not like Rashi's interpretation but generally speaking that I have to say I want, this is what I wanted. I wanted to do it right, even though I know that I may have messed up here and there. Once again, I say this year is sponsored in memory of Mr. Gerald Moskowitz and his family, the Yuli Neshmaf, Gershon Alter Ben Yehuda, Wolf, Sikron, Oliver, Raphael. Have a wonderful show.